0: Hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you here on a Friday evening. It's the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. Thank you so much for being with us. I love you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you being here. Hey, if you're watching live or at a replay, please do like, share, subscribe, let your friends and family know what we're doing here on the network and how we're sharing the good news and the good word all at the same time. And right now, folks, I will say we're, we're having a drive. Please turn it on YouTube and uh, turn us on on YouTube and share with us uh, what we're doing on YouTube. We need all the watch hours we can get right now. Uh, we just broke through a thousand subscribers and uh, we want to keep that momentum going. And right now that means we need lots of hours of people watching watching eyeball time on our youtube channel so please share what we're doing all right hey for those of you that have been with us before you know that i like to share the good news stories that we can use and talk about throughout the weekend and going into our week this next one is kind of like okay we get it now that the planet really are, or let's say some the people leadership of the planet are really taking the idea of being carbon neutral or carbon negative perhaps even very seriously. What you're looking at here is a carbon capture project. Now, in the past, we've reported on more and more of these projects. and uh, But it wasn't that long ago where we didn't hear of these types of projects. Well, that's because more are coming online and are in the works to move forward uh, all the time. Now, this is according to a think tank, Global CCS Institute. They study carbon capture and storage, and what they're saying is that there's a 44% uh, increase in projects entering the pipeline over the last 12 months. Uh, Jared Daniels, their CEO, believes the outlook for climate change has, quote, never been more positive with a total of 196 commercial projects in the project pipeline. Now, that's 30, 30 projects are operational, 11 that are under construction, 153 are in development. So, we got a lot going on, but we need that capacity to ramp up. Uh, now, with 60 new facilities being added in 22, 2022, uh, that shows uh, we're going to be, we have uh, in development right now on paper up to 244 million tons of carbon capture per year. I know it sounds like a lot and maybe it's uh we're going to say this is a good story because we've got to figure out something to do if, uh, If we're going to make it to, if we're going to change what's going on it and electric cars, while they're great, are not going to be enough. However, that's our next good news story of the evening. Now we've reported on this previously as well as, but now here it is in another location. This is Children's Hospital of Orange County, California. Uh, the, The car is called the Shogo. It's designed by Honda engineers. And it allows these young patients age four to nine to drive these little electric vehicles between one and five miles an hour uh now there is an operator that gets to determine how much (laughs) that one to five miles an hour is and from everything i can see they're not totally autonomous they can't just get away from you uh every car is connected to an op an adult operator a hospital trained operator so uh, but the cars do allow for monitors iv bags and other things to go along uh it uh they've got a great video you can check out that gives you a whole bunch more information and we'll leave links in the description of tonight's show so you can take a look at these stories we find most of our stories over at the goodnewsnetwork.org those folks do great work over there They do a great job of collating a vast uh, network, a vast collection of good news stories. We invite you to head on over to their website when you get a chance. Give them some love and attention as well. Give them the appreciation they deserve for doing a good job uh, as well. All right. How about this for a good news story? Now, one of the things we know is that in aviation, uh, birds can be a problem. And so mitigating flocks of birds around airports and in flight paths of airports for a long time have been, uh, have been a f- concern and are a necessary thing to do. And well, check out this guy. <laughs> this is a drone-operated falcon. Uh, it's designed off the Peregrine Falcon, and uh, it's an artificial raptor. Now this is but uh, based on a partnership with the University of Groningen in the Netherlands, uh, and uh, and um, it's made of fiberglass and polypropylene. Really cool looking bird. <laughs> now, not only was it so good at its original test flights, and you can see the camera on top there, the pilots were able to visually monitor what was happening. Uh, with the bird, with the with the, I don't want to call it a bird, <laughs> and it's not really a drone either. It looks a lot like a kite, if you ask me. The uh, robo, the robot falcon, uh, tested its effectiveness to deter flocks of corvids, gulls, starlings, and lapwings. This is all reported in the Royal Society Interface Journal in a study that was recently published there. In their field test, we tested the effectiveness of the robot. Falcon to drive away bird flocks by measuring the proportion of the flocks it drove away, how fast fields were cleared from flocks, how long it took for them to return, and whether habituation occurred. The test flights were flown in an agricultural environment around the Dutch city of Workham. The behavior of the bird's flocks was studied upon exposures to the Robo Falcon, uh, to a normal drone, and in control trials without any disturbances. Well, the Falcon did the best, and in some cases kept flocks away for up to three months before they return to those fields as well. Now, that might be a thing we want to keep an eye on. Uh, but that's, a, <laughs> I think, just one of those fun stories, folks. Here we are. Uh, Keeping the Fields Free by Robot Falcons. Interesting times we live in. Hey, one of the other really interesting stories that crossed my desk this week, I found over again at our friends at the Good News Network, is about a groundbreaking patient in the world of cancer. Uh, Now, this uh, is a pretty hefty story, and it does require a little bit of an understanding of genetics and what's going on with the human genome uh, and for privacy of the person involved. Uh, there is no mention of their name. Uh, they're just referred to as the patient. The, ch- the photo I'm showing you is of Carolina Villaroya and Marcos Malumbres. I do hope I'm getting those somewhat close, folks. Uh, these are the researchers who have been uh, studying this. And without going into too deep a depth, uh, what's been happening is... Uh, the patient involved has a hereditary mutation at, at a gene called MAD1L1, MAD1L1, rather interesting. Uh, this gene mutation, uh, means that this patient has had progressively, uh, unique and wide ranging cancerous tumors over their lifetime. And, uh, this is, is helping in that these two researchers uh, not only are able to now kind of help to identify what has happened with this patient, and at this point, uh, the patient is the only known patient to have this condition. However, now that we're aware that it is a genetic mutation, uh, they do say that uh, chances are very high. There's There are other people that have this as well, and we may or may not uh, Recognize them as having this uh, mutation at this point. Pretty hefty stuff, but this is good news overall because this opens the door. These researchers believe to be able to look at how to uh, help help identify these types of mutations much earlier in life, and perhaps even uh, be able to change the mutation. Uh, or at least counteract for for the patient's sake. Pretty important stuff here on the New Thought Media Network. And hey, folks, if you know of a good news story that you'd like us to cover, if you have something you think we should talk about, let us know. Send us an email, goodnews at ntmedia.org. I usually have a banner for that. There it is. Good news at ntmedia.org. Send us an email. Uh, let us know what good news stories you found, uh, and perhaps we'll cover them here on the show. And if you'd like to come on as a guest host and share the microphone with us and share the camera and uh, present the good news with us and share the good news you found, uh, again, drop us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, we're going to take a real short break. Let me take a quick sip of water uh, and come right back with more good news in just a moment. Don't go away. We'll be right back here on the New Thought Media Network. Stay tuned. And we're back with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. I'm Robert Brzezinski. Uh, This is our Friday evening opportunity to get together and share in the good news that we recognize happening in the world. Please do feel free to chat along, join the conversation, leave a comment. If this is your first time with us or you're just in the most recent time with us, Uh, Please feel free to join in the conversation. All right. Next up, check this guy out. Ooh, there's a new species of owl on the planet. Uh, This species was documented as unique this year. Now, that's not just to say, oh, it popped up. Uh, This is due to a a long-running search for the animal, Uh, Researchers believe the Principi Scops owl is found exclusively on Principi, a tropical island off the west coast of Africa in the Gulf of Guinea. Uh, Suspicions of its occurrence, of its uh, uh, life, uh, gained back traction back in 1998. Uh, However, researchers didn't seriously start looking for it until 2016. Uh, it's called Otis Bickelgilla and the bike uh, or Bikegilla, Bikegilla. Uh, and Bikegilla was chosen to honor Siciliano da bomb Jesus, nicknamed Bikegilla. He was a f- former harvester of gray parrots in Prince of Island and became a guide and eventually a ranger for the nature park after the pet trade practice was outlawed. So the off the discovery of the owl has only been possible thanks to the local knowledge shared by Gila and unflinching efforts to solve a long time mystery that's according to researchers for nearly 25 years he's assisted scientists at every expedition undertaken to find the owl including the trip that led to the first ever photographic evidence of the species which again happened in 2016 this newest one is or uh, We've got a new owl, folks. Pretty cool stuff, if you ask me. And I love stories about the resilience of humanity and the resilience of nature. Uh, We are a part of nature, and there's no doubt about it. And the resilience of nature is really, really important uh, to, to remember. That's our next story included. We want to introduce you to some folks from the Three Mountain Alliance. Uh, these are volunteers from the Three Mountain Alliance, this is a, a non-profit in Hawaii, and what they do is they organize um, seed harvesting for trees and plants, and in this case, they were replanting extinct tree species, or what was thought to be extinct uh, tree species. The the palm tree that in question had not been seen in the wild since 1992. Uh, They have now since found seeds and the species found seeds and replanted them uh, in the mountains of Hawaii. What an amazing story. Good work, folks. There's a full video on this one, more than we can share here on this program. So I again encourage you folks, head on over to the Good News Network. O-R-G. Take a look at their website and uh, there's on this story, you'll find it. And then down near the bottom, they've got a full video gives you even more and more details on this great effort. It takes a, it takes a village. It takes a collaboration ourselves and uh, the nature around us to do the work. Hey, in health news, I really like This one, this is an important, I like this story a lot uh, because what researchers are finding is that drinking black tea, regardless of how you prepare it, whether you put milk in it or not, whether you drink coffee or not, uh, whether you put sugar in it or not, uh, that drinking black tea may reduce the risk of dying from heart disease. It's and this is based on data of nearly half a million people ages 40 to 69. People who drank two or more cups of black tea per day were found to have 9 to 13 percent lower risk of an early death from cardiovascular, cardiovascular disease or stroke compared to non-tea drinkers. Now, I'm a tea drinker. Those of you that watch any of my programs know I've often got a Uh, a hot cup of black tea nearby, and so I like this story a lot. Uh, This one is also very well researched. There's so much more here to, to see and to read. I encourage you to take a look at that over on the Good News Network as well. And now this is one that I think most of us have known, but now there's a study to prove it as well. Pomegranates. They significantly boost the immune system to fight cancer, triggering a constant supply of endless rejuvenated T cells. German scientists studying therapies for colorectal cancer discovered that a metabolite in the red, in the red fruit known as urolithin A rejuvenates immune T cells to make them better at fighting tumors. What, what a great benefit. We've always known to pomegranates. I, I think they're yummy. They're, they're incredibly messy and, <laughs> and a lot of work, in my opinion. However, it would appear that once again, the health benefits of pomegranates are doing the work, are showing us that, yes, this is what we need. We're very pleased that we can quickly transfer our results to the clinic and look forward with excitement to the upcoming coming clinical trial trials. That's from Professor Gretton of the George Spire House University. The The uh, article was published first in the journal Immunity. Uh, this is a great, great step forward. And good news, we've got another good reason to go out and get yourself a pomegranate, have yourself something tasty to eat hey folks we're gonna take another quick break say hello and thank you to some of our sponsors and committed givers please don't go away we'll be back with one more segment of the good news here on new thought media network coming right up stay tuned stay with us we'll be right back
1: thank you center for spiritual living denver for your continued support Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta for your monthly contribution. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome Ohm Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Seattle for your most generous donation. And a special thanks, to Hefferland Foundation for your generous technology grant. (laughs) And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation. And a super special thank you to Dr. Tracy Brown, RSCP. Thanks for being a super donor. And a big shout out, to all our committed donors.
0: We're back with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. I'm Rev Robert. Thank you for being with me on a Friday evening. Hey, you know, it was Halloween. I think you might recognize that. And our next story, I want to introduce you to Kieran King and his family. Now, yes, that is a giant, huge spider behind him and his family uh kieran and his family live in england and for the past number of years kieran's been decorating the house uh every year he said it just got a little bit bigger and bigger and he'd have different skeletons and uh the giant spider is kind of a new idea and he's spending a bit of money out of his own pocket but last year people started offering him money uh because of what he had done so he turned it into a fundraiser for a local children's hospice. Uh, We'll make sure that there's links uh, in the show notes for this, so you can find this over at the Good News Network. And uh, he set up a giving page. Last year, they were able to donate over $3,000 U.S. uh, to that local hospice. This year, he's going bigger and stronger. That is uh, Kieran dressed up as Hagrid. Uh, learned how to walk on stilts. He's on two foot stilts, built the costume himself uh, and he's on uh, and on stilts there, took him up to eight feet two inches. Uh, he says the whole thing is really an activity for the kids. Exactly, Kieran, thank you for being in the spirit. Thank you for being one of those adults that's willing to have some fun uh, with what you do. Yo, folks, here on the Good News Network, we do like to feature and take a look at many of the good news stories that really are those human, human people, the people doing good type stories. We love stories of people doing good, not just having fun, and that's very, very important, but stories of people doing real good, and sometimes going above and beyond. Our next story is just that. Uh, You're looking at Ryan and Dave Jordan here. Uh, Now, Dave is a magnet fisherman. If those of you that maybe don't know what that is, uh, people go take big Big, strong, very strong magnets and fish the rivers and uh, often as a cleanup projects. And there's a number of YouTube channels that are doing this now as well. Well, the young man Ryan has a YouTube channel uh, and asked Dave to take him magnet fishing. They went magnet fishing and uh, the young man got to cho- choose the river. What they found was a metal. From uh, And the medal's original owner, that's the medal on the left there, uh, the owner of the medal, Jeffrey Barron, uh, it was stolen from his house just last year. Uh, now, Jeffrey's 82. He'd had the medal for 28 years. Uh, he believes that it was given to him as a reward for 32 years of service in the North Hampshire Police Department. Uh He was overjoyed when he found out that the the metal had been found. Ryan Jordan uh, said they'd been pulling things out of the river in Northampton for just about 30 minutes when Ryan fished out a small blue metal box. Uh, They opened it, found the metal and realized they had to track that down. Uh, Jordan did say it was like finding a needle in the haystack. However, uh, and that was just the finding the medal, had Jeffrey's name and badge number engraved in the back. So it was very easy to track him back down and get him the medal returned. Congratulations, gentlemen. Thank you so much for being good people, doing the right thing, being good people. This next one is a... How could you not be a good person when you hear this story? Paraglider Cristiano Piquet was out for a flight on a Sunday afternoon. And from up in the air, what he saw was a canal with a vehicle in it and a woman clinging to the side of the vehicle. Now, Piquet is on the left there. Uh, The woman... Uh, who had the accident and whose car drove off the road into the canal is there in the middle. The gentleman on the right is a local neighbor. Paquette landed his paraglider, ran to the neighbor's house, and the neighbor came out to help save the woman. Everybody safe and sound. Nobody knew she was there. These are the kind of good news stories. And we don't have everybody's names in this story. I encourage you. We found this one over at sunnyskies.org, another one of our favorite places to find good news. Please do give them some love and attention as well on what they're doing over there. And, you know, recently, folks, it seems like every time, well, not every time, but week after week, we're hearing more and more of the good news stories of people uh, saving lives from burning homes uh, to other structures and uh and life th- truly life again and again people doing the right thing in in service to people they don't know well this next one wow uh, a young man is uh, driving late at night and his name's Brendan Burt He recognizes there's a house on fire and he was on a street he was didn't know where he was, he had made a wrong turn, would never have gone down that street and the house was on fire he was able to start pounding on the doors and the windows and a ring doorbell caught the whole thing this is a still image of the last person as he ran out of the house you can see the roof of the porch is completely engulfed brendan said i just felt like somebody was in there because it was so late at night you know i just knew that i had to act quick the door ring doorbell caught most of it and everybody was safe the family has a gofundme set up we found this story over on good news network as well you can follow them and jump over there to to to, if you'd like to support that family and what they're in their rebuilding as well. Folks, we're the New Thought Media Network. This is the good news. that happens every Friday night here on 5 o'clock on the Mountain Time Zone. I want to thank you for being with me here tonight. I'm going to get out of here, let you get into the rest of your evening. Please come back in about a half an hour and join us for the Fireside Chat with Pastor Michael Mangus happens at 6 p.m. Mountain Time here on the New Thought Media Network. Join us for that. All right. I'm Rev. Robert. I'm getting out of here for now. I love you. I appreciate you. Until we meet again, I wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now.